Hey, what's cracking, everybody? Hall of Famer and cannabis connoisseur, the Godfather here. And when I'm at home and I'm on that smoke train, there's nothing better that I like to do than listen to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling Podcasts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. I'm Hector, and I'm here with Raymond and Mark. What's up, what's up? What's going on? How's it going, guys? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off right into it. Last night, I went to the White Plains Super Show, and it was really good. The card was stacked, so it was definitely a super show. Um, real fast with uh, results. was um, started off with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They defeated the Viking Raiders. Um, SmackDown Championship, a women's title was defended. Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia. Austin Theory, <laughs> Austin Theory um, defeated Sheamus and retained the United States Championship title. Then we had a four-way title match for the Intercontinental Heavyweight title. I like how they added the heavyweight because that is a big boy that is wearing that title. Anyway, Gutta defeated Matt Riddle, Damian Priest, and Nakamura. Pretty solid match there. Then we had Cody um, versus Finn Balor, which Cody won in a White Plains street fight. I was It was a good fight. I was impressed because it feels like Cody Rhodes is running for president. The match was, it, when it ended, we went into intermission. Cody Rhodes grabbed the microphone and gave this long speech of how it's great to be in White Plains. They haven't been this... Dudley hasn't been there for four years. Um, he promoted the main event. He he um, talked about the Usos having a match. He said that he was a fan of Jimmy, not Jay. Um, then he stood and signed, I have to say, over 100 autographs and pictures with everybody that was reachable. And, yeah, just felt like he was kissing babies and high-fiving everybody and just definitely running for president. Um, after that, we had a, a cool taxi match. Um, Becky teamed up with Bianca, and they defeated Damage Control. Uh, we had Usos defeat the Brutes. And in the main event, for the first time ever, the World Championship was defended. Seth Rollins had a match against The Miz. Good match also. And Seth, of course, retained the title. Great night. I took my nephew. He enjoyed it. Great seats. And that's it. That was my weekend. How was your guys? Mine's been quiet, but I'm glad that Rhea won. <laughs> she has my favorite, so. Speak, speaking of um, Rhea, since you brought her up, um, I sent you a picture of her, which was really cool. But um, I've noticed, I don't know if, if that's her thing now, on house shows, she doesn't do the whole full getup. She, she has her regular outfit, but she doesn't put no makeup on at all, which makes her look very different. I know, it's like two different people. But yeah, I haven't been noticing, at least from the pictures I've seen on the Facebook, sometimes on Twitter, uh, I guess depending on the day, she may or may not wear it. Gotcha. I prefer, like, you know, without it, but that's me. Uh, I prefer makeup. And, that, and that's that's saying a lot because I prefer no makeup when it comes to females. But, yeah, I mean, that's just her character. So that's what I want to see. Anyway, Mark, anything? Um, I mean, I was waiting for, for some more of the other juicier content. <laughs> I, I was actually just going to before about... Uh, Fact a white plane street fight that really doesn't sound so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, a white plane street fight! Oh my goodness. That's the only reason. Oh. That's the only reason I added that in because I thought it sounded funny when they said white planes. It reminds me of um oh man, what are these guys' names? From Connecticut. 
Oh, the Mean Street Posse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. So for the listeners that don't know White Plains, there's nothing like ghetto or terrible about White Plains. It's normal. It's normal here. So it's nothing really too enticing about it. But the second piece was the Miz getting the world title match. Because the first one ever to get the world weight title uh, shot. And he's been missing for a while. I, well, I feel like he's been missing for a while. So, um, okay, let's go into um, news and rumors before we go into SmackDown. Um, I heard what once again we're gonna say his name: CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are in charge of creative when it comes to Collision. So, I'd be interested to see where that goes. Well, it only took you three minutes to mention CM Punk. I know, but I, right. <laughs> it, it's gonna be hard not to talk about him now. Before I was pushing it because there was. The news of him was slow, and I heard other podcasts refuse to say his name, like I've always said. But now it's going to be hard not to talk about CM Punk until he's normal, I guess. Because now everyone, even when he comes out, it's going to be like, okay, is this the week where he's going to explode and no one's going to want him in in the locker rooms or something? So it's going to be hard not to talk about the guy. If you want, we can say CM Punk one week and another week we can call him Phil. It's up to you, but... We're gonna be talking. <laughs> <laughs> like Sergeant Waterwood. <laughs> We're definitely gonna be talking about him. Um, there, last week I had this the notes, but it's already happened. There were rumors that WWE were talking about changing Roman Reigns' championship. So let's just go into that. Um, on SmackDown, Triple H announced um gives basically Roman Reigns a new title to replace the two titles, so he can only carry one. And it's, <sighs> <laughs> it's the same title but it's just gold so there's no more red there's no more blue it's just all black but the center plate is gold um for a second i liked it but then i was thinking when he gave it to him it was like oh that's just gonna be like like his 1000 gift basically like that's not the book he's going to use it's just because it's like a special belt that you just gonna hang on your wall but then i noticed that no no this is the belt that he's gonna be wearing every week and then i was like oh no i don't like it and yeah, I don't know. Your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I I hate it. Um, I got one thing I did like was when Roman was going out of the ring and he had like three belts up around him. That that image was awesome. I think he missed. The, the I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I think he they missed the opportunity of him wearing three belts. Like he didn't pose with the three titles. Like when he turned when they gave him the title and he turned around and looked at Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman took the belt that he had off the waist. He should have put the new belt on his waist and then carried the other two belts, and that would have been a nice, I don't know, five-second photo. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. And this kind of reminds me with the title belts of the Street Fighter Two fight, uh, franchise. Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Super Turbo, this Champions Edition. It's, like, I wanted a new design. When I saw the belt, I was actually excited. I was like, oh, man, hopefully it's going to be a nice-looking yes. design. N- not matching Seth's, but something, you know, wow. And then we got that, and I was like, oh, I hate it, personally. But I'll leave it there. Mark? At the end of the day, it's all about making money on merchandise. Yeah, because it's already it's, it's already on pre-order. Yeah, and I'm sure they're getting tons of pre-orders. Um, plenty of fans who will spend five, $600 on this new belt, but will not spend $4 on deodorant. But you know, that's another time. <laughs> uh, that's hey, topic for as 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 wait, let, if we could like rewind and listen to all our all six podcasts before, as much as I said CM Punk, I think Mark has talked about the other. <laughs> well, 
We might have to make shirts about that or something and wear them to like, conventions. Put like a deodorant. Listen, in, in the words of uh, Jerry the King Lawler, some, some fans make speed sticks slow down. So, Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was just at NXT. I'm sorry, I was just going to say, uh, I was at NXT this week, and man, did I suffer from funk all night long. Oh, man. I got in different directions. I was like, oh, and then I kept thinking, they, man, these people need to go on it. Anyway. So you know what? Then I might have to say, I, no more talking bad about White Plains, because White Plains smell good. I have no, I have, I have no, no complaints about white planes. They got you going back there. <laughs> um, here's a, here's one that Raymond might like. Ryback has offered his time <laughs> to give uh, Goldberg his retirement match for this summer. He said he'll be he he would be clear to wrestle, and he he's willing to give Goldberg his retirement match. Uh, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure Goldberg is very excited about hearing that. Goldberg, would, I don't even think he knows who Ryback is. <laughs> I actually would like to see the match. I know he wanted like three people on the planet just because I love to see Goldberg squash him. Yes, I would like that too. A little whole feed me and him walking around the ring and stomping about, and then just a nice fucking spear. Yeah, feed me the yeah. spear and turns him into freaking what is he? What is it? The meat. Well, yeah, whatever. The point is, just want to see Goldberg destroy him. That's yeah. it. And then talking about Goldberg, Tony Khan has said he has spoken to Goldberg recently, but of course he can't say what they spoke about. But he definitely has spoke to Goldberg recently. Um, last episode, I talked about Braun Strowman, who's been missing. Um, Braun has gone on social media and said that he is um, injured. It's a neck injury, and he needs surgery. So let's wish him wish him luck on that, and hopefully he have a fast recovery. Yeah, because yeah, that's you know I know like once you get a neck injury, it's usually downhill from there. Yeah, I think they said it's C four and C five, right? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, that man, if that that doesn't go according to plan, we might not even see Braun anymore, which would be a shame because Braun's one of the few actual big men in the industry nowadays that can actually work. It's actually very entertaining, and not just you know tall and lump like lumbers around. Like, he actually can move. He actually does stuff. Actually gets the crowd going. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm not sure how it works in the in the, in the medical term or medical field uh, with someone that tall. Would that is that more like pressure on the neck, or like is it is it easier for them to recover, or they won't never be the same since they're that tall? I'm not sure how that works. All right. So let's go into some quick results from SmackDown. Um, it was announced that the Usos were not invited to SmackDown. So we'll leave it like that. Uh, for Money in the Bank qualifying match, we had Selena Vega qualify and LA Knight qualify over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I want the LA Knight, but it was hard for me to pick LA Knight when he was facing uh, Montez Ford. If it wasn't that hard for the crowd, did you hear those reactions? No, no, no. Hey, LA Knight is over. I mean, I hope the right people are listening besides us. But no, but I mean, I like Ford. Ford is, especially his one-on-one matches are great. And hopefully there's something happening with him soon. Well, thing for Montez, I honestly feel like Montez needs to be a heel. You think so? To give him, yeah, because you know what? Yeah, he's great singles, but even, let's say if you make him a face on a singles run, you take him away from Dawkins, it's just... 
it just doesn't have that pizzazz, that wow. Like, where I'm like, I don't, I don't see him as a main guy. As a heel, I think because he has the character, he has the talking ability. I think he can maneuver and get himself to be hated, even with doing all the cool stuff. Right. But I mean, like, I just want to go back to LA Knight real quick. Let me tell you something. Let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> um, God, I'm so thrilled that he's getting money to make. I really hope he wins. Yeah. Like that's the guy right there. Like I know he's older. What is he? Like 41, 42, yeah. whatever it is. Like you know, nowadays we see guys that are 47, 48, 49 in the top of the card. LA Knight deserves his shot. I think him winning Money in the Bank, you know, and getting his chance. And I hope he's not going to be like Theory and cash it on the U.S. title or something like that. I want him to actually get a shot. Even if he loses at the world title match, just get him in that upper echelon. I, I remember when I first saw LA Knight, I thought, what a douchebag. <laughs> it was like... Because um, and I didn't meet him in person. He was—I don't know if people know this. He was on a reality show, on uh, the very first reality show, of The Rock. It was called Hero, and The Rock was looking for heroes, and and one of the contestants was—I uh, I don't know—it um, was LA Knight, and he was—he was himself. He was in character, and the way he talked was uh, if The Rock and Stone Cold had a baby. And this is I should have I, I should have checked what year this was, but this I'm sorry, this is when The Rock first first reality show way back, and this everyone's talking regular. He reminds me of the Miz, who Miz way back in the real world thought he was a wrestler and he was in character. That's who Ellen Knight was. This is way before everything, and he was in character and he just talked to The Rock when every time The Rock asked him a question, or whatever, he talked the way he talked now, <laughs> and basically it was like a, a mixture at that time was a mixture of Stone Cold and The Rock together. And I was just like, what, what is going on? And then, yeah, he became a wrestler and look at him now. Awesome. He's done a lot of acting, too. I'm not sure if you know. He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a, like a extra character on that uh, Andy Samberg show. Oh, no, I love that show. I miss that. Yeah, he was on there. He's on a bunch of stuff. I think that also makes the L.A. Night name. You know, some people didn't like it at first. I think that actually kind of fits for him because he actually does have acting credits and all that. So Okay, cool. So yeah, I know he does... Um, LA Knight does uh, some of the body work for the 2K series. Yes, I I, I, I I just remember that part now. Yes, and that's before he was with WWE. Yes, yes. So there's some talent there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I would love for LA Knight to win, and then if not, I'm gonna go with my fantasy of Logan Paul, and then if it's not Logan Paul, let's piss everybody off and give it to Dominic. But yeah, I I say. It should be a heel. I don't want to see a hero just pop it up and be like, hey, I might cash it in today. Or maybe not. I want to see a bad guy teasing. Like, oh, no, nope, not today. Sorry. And come back and just like surprise you, get, get in your nerve. Like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. No. Uh, give, it to, <laughs> give, give, now. give it to give a face. Chance. Give it to someone that's like a goody two-shoes. It's just like, eh, they're going to they're gonna do it the right way. And like, I, I challenge you on this day. No, I want to see the sneaky stuff. But, Okay. Right. I mean, the big thing is you have two winners. Like always, every year, it seems like the one of the winners always cash in like the next day. It's like it ruins the point to me. Yeah, all the same day. <laughs> yeah, the same day. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go into since we talked about it already. Arm Roman gets the belt, and Usos show up. Not invited, but they show up and interrupt the whole celebration. Um, Jimmy does mostly the talking. Let's cut it real short. Um, Jimmy says. He wants basically respect. That's all he wants. He's not saying they they have to break up. He's not saying they're going to do their own thing. He just wants respect. 
everyone to be treated equal, and so on. And Roman says no. And ends up solo turning on his own brothers. And it leaves Jay once again confused. And the best part was the ending. The ending was them walking away and Paul Heyman asks Roman, um, what about Jay? And Roman says, Jay's going to do what he always does, fall in line. So we're still confused of where this, this lead us. I saw somebody do a Photoshop picture, and, uh, and then I'll leave it up to you guys to talk. Uh, it was for SummerSlam, Roman versus Jimmy, with Jay as a special referee, since he's stuck in between. Interesting, but I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys and your thoughts. Yeah, definitely see that this is kind of a replay from when the, the bloodline was forming and Jimmy and Jay type of scenario from the hell in the South. Uh, where this goes, uh, it's where no one knows, but I think that um, it's definitely going to set up for a good storyline with the bloodline. I think that Jay is going to surprise us and stay by Jimmy. That's where I think it goes. Yeah. I was surprised with Solo, but yeah. Mark? Um, there's a couple of different options they can go here. I'm now starting to see. Now, originally, I thought Cody was going to be the one to be thrown Roman. Yep. When the time comes, you know, the whole story, I'll you know, finish the story. Mark, Mark, you and the millions and millions of people. <laughs> but now, I feel like Jay has a shot. I don't, I don't know why. Or at least he's going to get that title match. You know what I mean? Where at least it's, something's going to happen here. I mean, we do are going to get Roman and Solo versus the Usos. I do think Jay, even though Roman says he's going to fall in line, I think finally the, a bond of a brother, you know, so you're telling a story, you know, that blood bond with a brother that you can't just, you know, just walk away. And I think eventually Solo is going to be the same way. I think Solo eventually will move from on from Roman down the road and it would be crazy if we get like a fatal four Right. For the title, which could happen. But, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it, the best part is you really don't know what's going to happen here. I think that's the best part of a, of a good story. Yeah. I feel like it's like in the, in the horror movies when they're, like, looking for, like, the, the threat. And they're, like, the, you get the phone call. The threat's inside the house. Everybody was expecting The Rock to come and and save everybody. But, no, it's, it's going to come from inside the bloodline. I thought it was Jay also until now I see Jimmy doing all the talking. I wonder, is this... Un- the story stretching, and eventually it's going to be Jay. Or the long run, is it just Solo, who's going to get fed up finally and just turn on Roman finally? And so let me ask, do you, do you think Jay is going to break away from both of them? That's because, you know, you have the power dynamic of Roman Reigns and Jimmy. And they both seem to always want to control Jay. And Jay maybe say, you know what, F you, F you, I'm going singles by myself. Jay looks like a tortured child. <laughs> he looks <laughs> he looks so stressed. <laughs> I mean, everybody has turned on him. Sammy, his brother, Solo, Roman. Like he's just he's just tortured. Um, I I I, I like I always said I don't want to see him fighting Jimmy. I would like to think that they're gonna stay together, no matter what, and have each other's back. You never know in wrestling though. But I, I I'm just don't care about that brother and brother thing. But um, I mean, they're doing right now with Solo. But but we didn't we didn't see Solo. Solo's new to us, so yeah, he's the he's a brother, but he's like yeah, whatever. He's the baby brother. He's we we seen the old Usos together forever. Like I don't want to see like the Hardys break up, and then they got back together and they whatever, and they broke up again. I don't know how many times they broke up. 
Yeah, just this is certain breakups. It's like you, you don't have to do it. Same thing like street profit. People are dying for them to break up, and we probably never see it. But also with the Hardys, I, I know you use that comparison. The Hardys were a little different okay. because you could tell back then, especially in 01, when oh sorry, oh it's oh two, excuse me, when they broke up. You know, Jeff was way more popular than Matt. It wasn't like, you know, what Montez and Angela. Yeah, Montez is more popular, you would say, but it's not by a lot because Dawkins is still heavily cheered, too. Yeah. And even with the Usos, like, no one going nuts over Jay compared to Jimmy because Jimmy's getting tons of. I think Jimmy's getting better reactions than Jay was right now. It's flip flopped a little well, that's, bit. That's only because like, he found his balls. That's why. He actually put hands on Roman. So, yeah, he's going to get cheered. Well, it's the same concept as Austin McMahon. Austin yeah. puts his hands on Graham for the first time. It's the same. Have people always like. The employee going at, well, on, well, this situation, well, that situation is employee versus boss. But over here, it's more or less somebody who's, you know, lower tier going in, somebody of a, of a higher, you know, power, all that kind of stuff. Um, but everybody always relates to that. So basically, if you choose violence, the fans are going to cheer for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you guys watch AEW and you see the violence and they cheer. So. Yeah, but yeah. Um, since since you brought up AEW, you're always talking oh, about that they <laughs> you're always talking about that they don't have good stories and everything. How do you feel once again? Their best story in AEW and maybe in all wrestling ever, and they don't want to talk about it. The story with Phil and the Elite. <laughs> I mean that come on, that's like the best story. That is going on right now. People can't stop talking about it, especially me. But are we really circling back to this already? Well, you brought up AEW. <laughs> I, I was gonna leave AEW behind. There's, there's there, like three thousand wrestlers in that company. And you bring up the one same guy. No, because <laughs> well, now we're talking about stories. Th- this is the best yeah. story ever. Come on, it, 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 I think it's top of the line. Wherever you, you want to go, this is real life, and it's a great fucking story to talk about. And when, and they're not gonna talk about it. Because right now, the top people for CM Punk to have uh, to start off his new career, I guess, if you want to call it, his big comeback, is that a Chris Jericho, Samoa Joe, and now Switchblade, Jay White, have, has been added to that. They have no intentions of adding him versus the Elite anytime soon, which is crazy because that's what we want to talk about. That's what we want to see. And when on June 17, if he, if he doesn't say, hey, I was out because... Of these little brats or whatever, like they just missing the ball. But okay, I, I think that I think what they're right. What you just said is going to be uh, the hit or miss for AEW. If they talk about it or they allowed to talk about it, um, it's going to give that that what the fans have been craving to get that little bit of information from CM Punk and his feelings on it. But um, if they don't mention it, then it's going to lead to just like you know, like eh, flat. It's going to just make everything. Flat, in my opinion. That I'm sorry, Mark. If you had a pain, I'll let you speak in a second. Um, that just shows me that there's not enough. How can you say? Um, being mature about it and 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 um, experience backstage because someone should be in in both of their ears, the young bucks and Ben. Like, hey, you guys are gonna miss out on a lot of money. Like, just do the job, work. Like, you not everyone got along. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, and so many more. But hey, there's money there. Are you gonna leave the money on the table, or are you gonna collect that money, collect those big checks, and wrestle? And that's you don't have to like the person, you don't even have to respect the person. You just gotta work. You don't want to injure the person. You want to make as much money as possible, and move on to the next opponent. 
So to, to leave all that money on the table, it's crazy. I'll jump in. Uh, Brett and Sean. Sean was an absolute piece of crap. Brett always wanted to do business. Let's just point that out, all right? For those that are listening to this podcast, I am a huge Brett person. Sean Michaelson goes screw himself. Anyway, um, I think the one thing people are not putting into perspective is we don't know from a legal standpoint what can and what can't be brought up. So everybody, you know, for ratings-wise, for collision, it would be through the roof. They can, if Punk Night 1 goes and calls out the elite or we have some type of storyline going into that right away. But the reality is we don't know behind the scenes. Tony Khan has hyper green with these guys or lawyers involved or whatever could have happened. H. Steele might have lost a nose or something from the dog. I don't I don't know what, what could have possibly happened. But if it's a legal thing, they're not going to be able to bring it up and their hands are tied regardless of being good or not. That's all now up to the individuals on, again, what happened. We, none of us will ever know until the outside of the ring season 40. <laughs> but, you know, man, like, collision, like, this, this, what is that, June 17th, so that's two weeks away, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that to me, episode one is going to be huge because if that falls flat, man, we're already talking about WCW Thunder. Forget about Nitro. We're talking about Thunder. Yeah. Ratings. That's what I'm saying. People who hate CM Punk, people who love CM Punk, people who don't care about CM Punk are going to watch June 17th because of the gossip. If he goes right into talking about finding himself or finding, I don't know, whatever, finding his smile back or whatever, and or Chris Jericho interrupts him, they drop the ball and people are going to change the channel and they probably won't watch again. So they're missing out. And I also want to say, um, if Shawn Michaels is listening, um, Mark will be fined. And if you ever want to do an interview with me and Raymond, we are open for it. Mark won't be there that, that day. Just throw that out there. Shawn Michaels now okay. Back then he's a complete jerk. And Sean knows it himself. Okay, thanks for the save. Uh, <laughs> Leave the door open out there. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, and Omos. Omos got married this weekend. He did. Congratulations. Lucky man. <laughs> so, yeah. So the picture, very yeah, lucky man. I saw the picture, very lucky man. Happy for him. Also, with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. So, um, any shout-outs before we wrap up? Uh, mine being the same as always is going to be uh, Give Kids the World, which is gwtk.org. Check them out. Also, they're on Facebook. And uh, also look up Parts of Reality. And my second one will be quickly Mania Club, which is a Facebook community that talks about wrestling, and they also provide opportunities to donate and have good. I'm sorry, excuse me. They have options sometimes for very special uh, items that goes toward different charities, the world and Conscure. Gotcha, Mark. Um, no shout out this week because I I, um, I did not do my homework and prepare for this, this segment. <laughs> I did a little bit of homework. That, I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute, we're doing this. Oh, wait, next week, I got you. Gotcha, no problem. Um, basically, no shout-out here either. I just want to say thank you, everybody, for their support. Um, if you have any questions or want to talk about the podcast or episodes, you can always send a message or DM me at Hector's Wrestling World on Instagram. Besides that, thank you again, and see you guys around. Take care.